We're going to Tokyo to meet George Nelson, a New Zealander living in Japan with a passion for haiku, techno and fashion. His latest book, The Techno Kiwi, sees George, who's written and illustrated himself, providing a nest for all his interests, and it follows a Kiwi's quest to find its fa- his favourite party. Maggie Tweedy started by asking George Nelson what brought him to Tokyo. Before we delve into your book, The Techno Kiwi, I'm interested in what compelled you to move to Japan, George, and how did that lead to a love of the culture and the place? It was actually just on an exchange, like anyone else, right? I was in my third year of uh, university. I wanted to go to Tokyo. It seemed like um, kind of the opposite of New Zealand, right? Super foreign, super um, huge, um, crazy culture, didn't know anything about. Um, And once I got in here, um, I kind of fell in love with it. Um, It's a land of contradictions, I reckon, Um, like super technologically advanced, but also, you know, super in another century in other ways. Um, and I really fell in love with the life here. And then I randomly started writing haiku and other books. So how long have you been in Japan now for? I've kind of come back and forth, but all up about four or five years. You have also had a successful modelling career there as well. When did that begin and what doors has it opened? Yeah, um, that's probably part of the reason I I do enjoy the life here, right? Because I came here and suddenly they want me to be a model. Um, But I, uh, yeah, I just sort of walk around big, big, tall, um, very, very uh, blonde New Zealander and and got scouted um, walking through the Shibuya crossing. And I do quite a few different um, sort of magazine shoots and fashion week and this sort of stuff. And um, yeah, I meet a lot of people, um, get to be fashion every so often um, and just adds a bit of colour to the life here too. Absolutely. And and really probably introduces you to all kinds of creative people. I can't imagine what it's like getting scouted for the way that you look. Fascinating. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's good for the good for the ego. <laughs> <laughs> Your book, The Techno Kiwi, is such a lovely story. We follow a kiwi in search of the perfect party, where the bird meets a beautiful cluster of tui, playing jazz, kaka at a rock party, kakariki at a disco party, and then continues on in the search of bird parties to connect with. You really bring these native New Zealand birds to life in the illustrations. What inspired it? You know, New Zealand's got a, a lush selection of beautiful native birds. I started thinking about, um, okay, if you have tui, um, what kind of what kind of musical party would they be playing? You know, tui, beautiful bird, um, beautiful song. Um, surely they're surely they're they're listening to jazz. Um, and I had a lot of fun thinking about uh, different native birds and different musical styles, and went on a journey to create this book and tell this story. What is it about words and pictures? When did that love begin and reveal itself to you? It was in when I first came to Japan, so eight years ago when I was in my exchange. Um, and actually, this links back into writing Japanese haiku, which is another thing I do a lot. So that was when um, all of that sort of combined. And I think it made sense in the Japanese context, not only because, you know, there's lots of anime and sort of drawing in general, but also because Japanese uh, writing is drawing in itself, right? Like, I really like the the characters called kanji. Um, they're like mini illustrations. So um, it all kind of came together in a flurry of, of words and pictures, if that makes sense. And how 
do Japanese view poetry compared to a more Western ideology? I think we might put poets on more of a pedestal here in Aotearoa because it's not common practice for everyone to do. Is that different in Japan? I think haiku in itself, and there's a few different forms. There's another one called tanka, which is uh, five seven five five. Um, these are very they. There's a very long heritage of uh, this art in Japan, right? It's like tea ceremony or creating Japanese ceramics or something like this. It's sort of something that lots of people's um, like grandparents do, um, and it's kind of it's like a recreational thing. You know, it's very much people who can do it well are highly respected, but perhaps it has a similar, um, similar sort of perception as, as anywhere else, and and it's kind of it's pretty old school. <laughs> and music, of course, is a, a huge part of your life. And as I read the book, I do wonder a little bit more about your journey loving music. And it's kind of no surprise at the end, the Kiwi finds the techno party. That is the party that really does resonate with the Kiwi. Is that part of your story too? Anyone who knows me will be laughing right now because that is, yeah, definitely, definitely part of my story, finding your techno party. Um, but, you know, in, a, in the book, uh, it could be anyone's techno party, right? But, um, but certainly there's a bit of a a bit of an autobiographical portion in there. In what way does techno appeal to you? Why is this the specific genre of music that you really resonate with? I found it actually initially in Taiwan and then further in, in Japan, but um, there's depths and layers. Um, I listened to some very beautiful, very ambient techno. I think it's like like new classical, right? Um, because... The musical world is your oyster with with electronic music, right? The possibilities are unlimited, and I love the depth of sound. I love, um, I'll listen to like a DJ's like eight hour set all in one day, and yeah, I really found myself in the parties here. Um, it's quite an underground culture in Japan, so the people who are in that culture are uh, super interesting, and I've found a lot of friends. I've found myself. Um, I've found many things in the techno scene here. George, could you read me a haiku that you've written out, please? I understand that it's probably difficult to translate this into English, so we'll let you say it in Japanese instead. Yes, although, you know, obviously my my native language is English. When I write them in Japanese and I try and translate them back, sometimes I I worry. um, Or The real purity is nice in Japanese, so for our Japanese listeners out there, this is my first ever haiku, um, so it's it's one for the books. But it says, Hoshi oi, yume mo ipai gambaro. Hai. <laughs> the Techno Kiwi is, of course, written in Japanese and English. Have you managed to become fluent in the language? Mm, yes and no. Yes and no. Um, I am very capable in um, most of my day-to-day things, but fluency's a uh, spectrum. For example, I have some job interviews coming up and I'm I'm really uh, pretty nervous about the Japanese, but generally speaking, uh, relatively fluent if I can say that. <laughs>